Well, hello and welcome to the SBP podcast, the voice of mobile film. This is episode 20 and I am your host, Susie Botello. So in this episode, we're going to take you to London to share a fun conversation with Cassius Rayner. He has been making professional videos with an iPhone and is teaching what he practices to empower people and youth with the skills that they need to make films. This was a fun and informative conversation, and I really think you're going to get a lot from listening to our guest. So it seems that like not a single day goes by when I'm not pouring out my heart over the potential and the opportunities that making films and videos using mobile phones give to everyone, regardless of whether you're a novice or an experienced filmmaker or a videographer. Um, I just want to get a little personal here with you, uh, because if you're new to this podcast, I mean, it won't be long before you realize how passionate I am about mobile filmmaking. Uh, next month is the seventh annual International Mobile Film Festival. And as we get ready, I feel like this year, well, I, I really feel like it's special. And don't get me wrong, every year it's bigger and better and just more grand than the previous year. But this year, I really feel like we're celebrating making movies with smartphones with like a larger global community than ever before. So in case you don't know, I'm the founder of the film festival and I'm receiving a lot of uh, well, like emails and messages of the filmmakers who are attending the film festival, which is here in San Diego. That's where I am. And I think you should all know that it's not my film festival. I mean, I created this platform for everybody in the world who would accept a dare that I made back in 2009, and I'm still making today, to use their phones to make films. And I I did this when I didn't even know that anyone was even trying. So I dared people, no matter where they were, any age, anywhere in the world, whether they were a, a novice or a professional, just everybody, right? And um, I offered this, this gift, the mobile film festival, the, the platform uh, to to anyone, anyone who was willing to make a film using a phone. And I offered a platform that was traditional, you know, like a traditional film festival. Um, and I'm just amazed. I, you know, I'm amazed because I'm still wanting to give more of this and I want to make it better for you each and every year. And I never thought that I would want to give so much to people. I don't even know, you know, and, but I do. That's, that's actually something I still want to do. And, um, I don't know, it's kind of like magic. So anyways, it means a lot to me that so many people come out and they're a part of this. They're a part of the film festival. They're a part of mobile filmmaking in general. And I'm working pretty hard to make sure that it's special, that that everyone gets the most from it. So this year, it's going to be a celebration. 
I mean, by now, maybe you've heard of the directors in Hollywood who are making, like, they're making public claims, okay? They're saying, hey, from now on, or maybe now, I'm going to make a feature film using, you know, my phone, you know, or an iPhone or whatever, right? Um, Would you watch a feature film, a feature film, shot on a phone? Because, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, do you watch good films based on the budget or do you watch them because they're good stories well told as a film? Do you enjoy films that captivate you? Uh, Do you watch them because they captivate you? Do you watch films that make you feel things, that open your mind, that entertain you? Or do you just like only look for you know, what equipment and what budget they use to make your decision on choosing what to watch. So I don't really think we need more Hollywood directors making films. I think we just need more good films in Hollywood, right? I mean, regardless of the budget or the equipment, it's you who decides, right? I mean, you, you know, being the audience, the consumer, You decide what you would like to watch. Don't you think that's how it should be? Okay, so (laughs) before I get too carried away, um, we're going to be discussing things like that during our film festival. And you can join us. And I hope that some of you will come and you'll approach me and you'll tell me that, you know, you listen to this podcast. And I hope you share your thoughts and your observations as well. Um, the film festival is taking place on April 28th and 29th. It's the last weekend of April and you can get all the details on our website. I know I sound like a commercial right now, but whatever you need to know, right? Uh, the international mobile film festival, uh, is okay. The website is international mobile film And, uh, you, you, oh, um, actually, you'll want to go and become a patron on our Patreon page because um, you're going to get discounts and you're going to get access to tickets before anybody else and space is limited. And from what I'm hearing, from what we're hearing, a lot of people are planning to come. So you'll want to get your tickets as soon as they go on sale. So speaking of coming and going... Let's go and talk to our guest in London. Hi, Cassius. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks. You're in Great Britain, aren't you? I am indeed in little old England, yes. Oh, how nice. How's that London Bridge? Well, <laughs> well there, there, there's a question. Who's got, who's got London Bridge? <laughs> well, it's still up. It's not falling down, right? <laughs> true, true. <laughs> um, well, listen, let's uh, share with our listeners how we met, uh, if you don't mind. Sure, sure. It was through, um, actually, it was a, um, a film that I made with uh, my co-director, Dimple Devadius, um, and she 
enter the film into your fantastic uh, film festival. Wow, fantastic. And that's kind of how it came back, yeah. Um, sounds great. And what did, you, um, what did you do in that film? You were co-directing? Yeah, co-director, yeah. Great film with a great message. I'm I'm going to save um, the <laughs> the suspense. Sorry, listeners. I'm going to save that because um, I do plan on doing a little podcast um, interview coming soon uh, to your ears uh, sometime uh, with Dimple, and we'll talk about that film. It's really interesting. You did an awesome job with that, by the way. Yeah, thank you. It was an interesting experiment. Yeah, and and I love the stories. Um, you know, it is a musical, but it has a really great story behind it, and and a great message that's um, pretty evident when you watch the film. Um, right. So, uh, wanted to ask you a little bit about how you entered the journey of mobile film. Okay, I'll try and keep it as uh, short as possible. I mean, I've been making films for over 20 years um and i started exploring and experimenting with the smartphone technology about four years ago um and just became quite fascinated by it and, and because my background was mostly documentary um i was just incredibly intrigued by this technology and where it was going um and to be honest i was particularly fascinated by how much it was growing um in america Mm. Much more, much more than it is in the UK. It's still fairly unknown over here. Wow, uh, that's interesting so. to me. Just because when I started the film festival, the first people that um, submitted their films and the most attention I got was from not in America. <laughs> to be right. honest, so. Well, since you're well being on the other side of the pond, it, it seems that it's all happening in America and there's very little happening in the UK. Um, I only know a few other people, um, and I could literally count them on my hand, you know, who are concentrating on mobile filmmaking in the UK. Um, but as a whole, it's still quite an unknown territory. Hmm. Interesting. Well, go ahead yeah. and continue telling us how it yes, is. Yes, sorry. Um, so... I started experimenting and um, became more and more fascinated by the quality and what could be done and uh, decided that I was going to take a risk and I was going to downsize on all my cameras. And I just went out in the streets and started filming. And I thought, you know what, this is giving me a freedom. I've, I haven't felt in years that I can literally listen and look and film and not be bothered by anyone because of course we all walk around the streets with our faces in our phone screens. <laughs> and that just, that just opened up a whole new window of filmmaking for me that I could actually film things that would have taken me a long time to have prepared before, um, using main camera systems. Um, so for me, it just works for me, um, as a filmmaker personally, I'm not, I'm not comparing, mobile filmmaking technology to mainstream camera systems they both they both have their fields um, and their uses um, but for me personally um, it's it's been a very exciting journey and it's opened up a whole new window um, for me uh, as an art form I really feel that it's a new art form to work with and it's great fun to explore with yeah, I think there's a new genre that's come out of this as well that um, just was not existent before the smartphone or mobile phone filmmaking as well. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's. It, 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 I get the same reactions whenever I'm shooting something. I don't tell people that it's been shot on the phone, and then they see it, and then I say, "Oh, by the way, that was shot on using a an iPhone," <laughs> and they're like, "What? That's no." I sometimes I have to actually shoot behind the scenes footage just to prove that it was shot on a phone. That's interesting. Wow. Mm. Yeah, you know, it you know, pretty soon it won't it really will not matter. I mean, people will say, "Oh, of course it was," right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be um that would be good. That would be good if it became a standard, but uh I think in in I think in the UK, I mean, I do a lot of workshops in it because I feel we need to show people, we need to to open up this whole new platform and say, look, you know, this is the whole new technique here, this whole new way of filming. Um, and I think it particularly is fascinating the younger generation in the UK who don't even think about it and they're using it every day. Um, and they've all, you know, particularly those that are aspiring to become filmmakers in the industry. The reality is they can't afford all the huge equipment that comes with it. And a lot of people are expected to have their own equipment. Um, but by me coming in saying, look, you've got this thing in your pocket, which is called a phone and this phone can do this. And they're like, wow, wow. And, it, and then there's no excuse. Go out tomorrow and start filming. Yeah. And you know, the interesting thing, I, I, I've said this, um, you know, actually even before, because I, I did a lot of video production myself and worked with different communities. Um, right. and, um, I, I used to, you know, tell people, you know, this is, uh, just, just working with video, uh, creating promotional videos, research videos, educational videos, documentaries. Those are great, uh, great activities for kids because, um, instead of, um, instead of just writing a story, they are so much more involved in creating a video, including the the interviews that they do with experts and things like that. And uh, and video sticks. And there's so much repetition when you're editing. Uh, yeah. So much, you know, looking through the footage and everything. But then later on, you know, with the phones, it became sort of this um, this whole thing is like, wouldn't it be great when you're looking at your kid with the phone and they're just like say playing a game, well, why don't you create one with that? How about that, you know, and give them that other aspect and you can do that with film as well. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think for, um, I mean, I, I don't know how much you know or don't know, but um, a lot of, I spend a lot of my time working with disadvantaged youth. Mm. No, I didn't it's know a, that. Yeah, there's a lot of, we still have, um, because our industry is very small in the United Kingdom, the film industry is a very small sort of family, <laughs> should I say. Um, and it's a very difficult one to get into. I mean, our television outlet, again, we don't have an awful lot of channels, so that kind of reduces the employment rate in the UK. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of young people who may come from um, the poorer areas and unfortunately, in England, the film schools cost an absolute fortune to go to. And that's not a reality for them. Yeah. So I'm at the moment, I'm doing a lot of exploring in uh, training these young people and saying, do you know what? You're entitled to the same opportunities as anyone else. It's not your fault that you come from a background where the money isn't there to support you. 
but we can support you and we can train you and teach you everything about filmmaking and all the skills behind it and how it works as a business, not just exploring stories, but how it works as a business. Yeah. But use your phone. Right. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> because they, you know, that, that's more real for them because they can create content as soon as they get the training and they get the understanding, they can carry on if it's on their own or whether they collaborate with others, they can carry on creating exciting and, and new ways, you know, of exploring uh, filmmaking by using the phone. Whereas before that wasn't a reality for them because they can't afford the cameras. They're just too expensive. Yeah, and, and that's not just true with children. That's true with everybody. That's the phenomenon and and the magic, I call it, mm. of, of mm. mobile filmmaking because, um, you know, I, I, I'm pretty big on storytelling. I've always been very interested in the art of communication, really, and, and where it comes from and everything. And I do believe that storytelling connects people and, you know, we've got this wonderful thing called the Internet as well. And oh, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that, right? So it, it's we're at this time now, you know, we've got these little tools between the Internet and the smartphone with the cameras. And more and more stories uh, being shared, which are connecting people at opposites, op, you know, opposite ends of the of the earth, really. Mm. Um, different cultures and, and, and all sorts of things. And I believe that's really important for, you know, just society, you know, to understand each other better so we can all grow. Um, don't want to go backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I think that's really interesting. So when you're teaching your, your workshops, you mostly work with kids and you also work with, uh, adults as well yeah well it's yes i do it's a it's a mixed range i mean i i work with when i say young people i work with uh young people who are potentially unemployed um so they're of they're sort of 17 years old upwards okay um and i run adult workshops and i just did a fantastic workshop yesterday which was a real buzz um for adults and it was just great, like you just said, just meeting so many different people from very different backgrounds. It wasn't just filmmakers. I had business owners there. Um, I even had a dentist there who was fascinated <laughs> by it. Um, Amazing. Yeah, a comedian. Um, there were actors there. There were um, learning consultants. Um, a huge range of different people from different backgrounds. And, and they all came together and had to work in teams and understand this technology and understand how to start to make their own video content. And it was just great fun. And it just opened the door to them. I saw light bulbs appear above their heads mm-hmm. as they went, oh, I can't believe you can do that. That's that's amazing. So it's great fun. Great fun. Yeah. So when when I do time. workshops, it's one of the things that gets me very energized is to see that light up in their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, you can tell that they're, they, they just want to run with it. Mm, definitely. Yeah. And interesting is how I met Dimple. Mm. Um, Dimple Devadius was actually my student and, uh, I trained her and then she approached me after the training and asked if I would ha- take a look at a project she wanted to get off the ground. And that's kind of how it came about the film. 
Wow. Now that now yeah. there's magic in the in connections right there. That's Isn't that? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so she as much as I took her on a journey of giving her the film skills, um she took me on a journey and took me into a whole new world of of how she saw things and it was a very interesting collaboration. Um you know the films that I've seen uh you know we I mean, it's no secret. I mean, I don't think this should be a secret but i've met you on twitter <laughs> yeah. uh, some people are like don't tell people we met on twitter i'm like what's the big deal well, um, that's great. it's great i mean yeah. meet on twitter and look at this now we're talking it's great. right and and for listeners you know uh i'm not saying go to twitter or anything i'm just saying don't be afraid of meeting people that you have a connection with i mean you know, you're on the other side of the world and, and I'm over here and we have this connection through the phone, yeah. um, you know, it's, uh, and not just the phone physically, but what, what it, what we're using it for. Um, but in your videos, uh, that I've seen on Twitter, um, God, they, you just blew me away with that one with a fashion show. Can you share uh. a little bit about that with, with us? Yeah, that was um, <clears throat> the fashion one was actually what I call a corporate documentary. Yes. And um, it was uh, it took uh, it, I worked on it for most of 2017. Um, and they it was it was an interesting collaboration. Um, it was the first time for me that I was approached to discuss the potential of a corporate documentary. Um, and I said, you do know that I'm kind of going really crazy about iPhones and I'm doing a lot of filming on iPhones. And they said, that's what we like. We think you're exploring something really interesting and we want to explore that further. So I was like, wow, okay, great. So we met, we talked it through and and that was it. Um, I was hired and uh, I spent a lot of time in the UK filming the fashion project that they were doing here. And then they flew me over to Hong Kong and I filmed in Hong Kong and then we went into China. Uh, so it was an incredible journey, uh, amazing experience and a, and, a, and a very exciting opportunity for me to shoot in new cultures and in new new locations with an iPhone. I was It was very exciting. Um, and we've only just kind of finished it. So it's only just being used, uh, for this new product range that they're launching in Hong Kong. And then it will eventually this year, later this year, come to the UK. So, yeah. So that was my proper first iPhone corporate documentary, as you say. Well, you did some shots where, um, I'm, I'm B-roll. I'm a B-roll queen. I'm a B-roll lover. Call it whatever it is. <laughs> uh, I, I really do believe B-roll good, you know, uh, especially once you're in the edit room, you can get a lot of bad footage, but if you find that just a few seconds that are good in, in something, mm. um, right. and put them together there, they can either make or break your film, uh, your video, you know, your message. Mm. But um, I noticed uh, some of the shots that you did where you were um, really close in the, the where they were the food, right? Um, oh, um, that was a that was for a um, a very well known UK chef. Yes. Yeah. Is that and the cooking the cooking video as such was? 
com. Now, can you imagine, you know, using a big Panasonic, you know, camera or something, HD camera with, you know, and knocking over food or dipping the lenses into something? I don't know. It's just, it just seemed like um, it's one of the advantages of using a smartphone. Yes. I mean, I feel there are a lot of advantages in, in using smartphone technology. Um, I mean, for me to um, earn a living out of it, um, to be doing that, I, it, it's early days, but it's it's slowly but surely going in the right direction. Uh, because when you're given the opportunity to shoot some footage, you only need that one opportunity, and, and anyone can grasp that first opportunity to shoot something. It's just the way that you show it to other people, and then and then they get their confidence, and they say, "Do you know what? The fact that you've shot that on a phone—that's just really cool. How much is it going to cost for you to shoot me a video? You know, how much would it be? Blah blah blah." And you just kind of work your way through it and start start rolling with it. But it's the quick turnaround. You know, that's what excites me. And clients are getting more in tune with that. They they just they love the fact that you can just shoot so quickly. Well, yeah, time is money when you're in business. Yeah, and, you know, things, you know, with good old Brexit in the UK, um, things are not great economically over here at the moment. We're not having a very good time. Um, So so budget is an issue for for, for many. And uh, but iPhone just allows you to work at a much quicker pace. Um, And also it saves you money. You know, I don't have to bring out a whole ton of equipment with me. I haven't got to maintain it. It's, you know, a rucksack. That's all I take with me on a job. Yeah, insurance, you know, when you're traveling. Um, yeah. You know, because yeah. you, you, uh, you went to Asia with, with that, right? So I can just yeah. imagine, you know, I mean, you're sitting in well, the plane going, oh, all <laughs> <laughs> oh, that gear. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 I, and I remember I, I, quite a few years ago, I um, came to the States to shoot a feature documentary in Las Vegas. And we had trunks of equipment that we had to obviously bring out with us. And it was a nightmare, an absolute nightmare getting through airport controls. Fair enough, it's all there for a reason. But the paperwork and the permits, um, the the cost, it was huge. Now I just jump on a plane with my bag and I say, right, come on, world, here we go. And and the, the, um, (laughs) you're funny, Um, the, uh, the airplane, uh, when you're going, you know, across the ocean and everything, it goes, it's higher, the, the elevation is higher. And sometimes you can't just stick that in a regular case. Sometimes you want to protect it from the, um, well, I forget what that's called with the elevation, but, um, I remember I used to have a case that was made for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, there are things people don't even think about, you know, but yeah. And and also that then, you know, if you've got a client, it really ups the cost because you have to get that cost in there as well. And people just a lot of my clients now just don't have that kind of money anymore. You know, so it's it's well, what is the alternative? Well, look, the technology on phones is, is, is advancing so quickly that it is possible to shoot online content. It is possible to shoot promos. I mean, I shoot music videos using it now. Um, I shoot corporates, you know, promos, social media video. You don't need big camera systems for it. 
it's entirely your prerogative. But for me, it works with a phone. You don't need to, to have more than that. And everyone wins. The client wins. They get the fantastic footage, footage they need at an extremely decent cost, you know, and it's beneficial to me because it's quicker for me to work with and it saves me money. Oh, definitely. You know, another thing that I noticed um, about your videos, you were just talking about the, the music videos, um, is the the motion, the slow motion uh, feature. Ah, um, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, be, well, because um, a lot of, you know, when you're doing mon a montage or music video and things like that, um, yeah. it, it's nice to break it up with, with slow motion. But you're a little obsessed, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good yeah. thing. I mean, it, it makes them pretty... Uh, I mean, you use it right. You're not using it just for any shot. You're using it for, like in that fashion video, you know, mm. I mean, that was just perfect because you've got these garments that are just yes. flowing in slow motion and, and things like that. And what is the difference between uh, just uh, sharing this with our listeners? What's the difference between, uh, or are there any differences or benefits between slow motion uh, on the phone, on the camera, versus slow motion in editing, in post-production? Yeah, um, really good pointers. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of got the nickname the slow-mo man <laughs> <laughs> in the UK. Um, and I have, yes, I agree, I have become a little bit obsessed with slow motion. And I just personally find it a really exciting uh, way to shoot. And the detail and what you can see in, in, in the movements, it just fascinates me. Yeah. And the other reason it, 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 I've become a little obsessed with it, I guess, and I shoot a lot of slow motion is because for many years using the mainstream camera systems, I couldn't get that kind of slow motion. It just, you couldn't shoot it in camera. You know, at most you could crank it up to 75 frames a second. But, you know, with um, with the phone, you know, I'm cranking my frames up to 120 to 240 frames a second. And it's insane because it really works. Put it into post-production, it's already there, it's done. I don't have to do anything to it. The slow motion's already been shot. The footage is there and it's smooth and it's great. So it's a, it's a, it's a real time saver. You know, in, before on the bigger cameras, I'd have to do so much to it in the post-production to get that effect. I just got really bored and fed up with it. And so when the phone came out with, uh, I mean, it, it, for me, it only works with Filmic Pro. I mean, that's the interface that I use, uh, the app that I use on the phone. Um, and that's what works for me. And so I've gone a bit overboard. I'm saturating <laughs> Twitter with slow motion. But it's great fun. It's really good fun. Well, yeah, and, and and that's the other part of it that you're <laughs> you're <laughs> you're practicing, but you're having fun. So it's it's almost like they say, you know, if you love the work that you do, you're really not working. Yeah, yeah, and I I you know after twenty years, I I have to say, you know, um, I'm not a young chappy anymore, but. I kind of got, I felt quite ground, you know, I was just getting quite grinded with the work and it was just becoming repetitive and uh, just a bit tougher to get by and so on. And then suddenly this iPhone stuff just totally refreshed my idea of filmmaking and why I started. And it's kind of taking me back there. I feel really young. 
doing it again. You know, it's it's like it's a whole new exploring of filmmaking. So yeah, I think it's a really exciting time, exciting time for so many with this technology. Well, <laughs> one thing I can say, I can admit, um, and and I'm and I'm kind of like this too. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but uh, you know, I've been on film sets, and you know, we're all getting ready. You know, getting you know C stands and so forth on a film set, yeah. and yeah. then you know, the camera guy comes, the cinematographer, and he breaks out. He starts to mount his camera and everything, and everybody just crowds around him or her. Oh, what have you got there? You know, oh, oh let me see the lenses. Whoa, you know, it's just like little kids. Well, it's not, it's not on set. Yeah, it's like toys. You know, like when you're outside when you're a kid, you're like, oh wait, I'm gonna go in my room and get this, and everybody yeah. comes with you. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. It's kind of like that. So you know, filmmakers. They're they're very creative, and at the same time, they they like to play. It, it, and I do call it, you know, uh, like when I do a workshop or something, or even with the film festival, I'll be bringing the toys, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everybody yeah. knows exactly what I mean, and they get all excited. Um, yeah. You know, one uh, <laughs> one thing that I wanted to to ask you about. <laughs> that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, just made me, <laughs> it just made me think. Uh, yeah, staying in the workshop, I pull my three-axis gimbal out of my bag, and you uh, just hear the room go, "Whoa!" I know. <laughs> I want someone to give me one of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like make my day. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, you're right though. I mean, you know, when I was at um, Comic Con doing, uh, you know, like. Uh, a smartphone filmmaking lecture, basically. And uh, the first year I was there, uh, this guy that was there with me, he brought his gimbal, and <laughs> the audience kept looking at him. He was just filming the audience, you know? <laughs> and I was doing all the talking. I'm using my hands and all this stuff, and I'm like, nobody's even looking at me. And when I got done, I said, anybody got questions, and, you know, feel free to ask. And they started asking him questions. What is that? And how how much does that cost? And I was like, oh, yeah. you know, it's just it's amazing. Um, mm. What I wanted to ask you though, um, yes, how did you become a filmmaker? Because you know we're not born filmmakers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we sort of are, but we're not. We we don't know that for some time. Um, so what brought you into this in the first place? Um, well, I'm I first of all I'm self taught. Um, I never went to film school, um, and that that's because I couldn't afford to go to film school myself. I, I came from a very small seaside town, and there wasn't an awful lot to do there, apart from join the army uh, or become a fisherman. You know that kind of the options. So <clears throat> I I was always fascinated by art. I used to love drawing, and um, someone lent me a, a photographic camera, a D, um, an SLR, should I say back then, not a DSLR, but an SLR. And um, I loved just taking pictures, but I didn't know what to do with it. And um, I wasn't sure, you know, there was no guidance as such. Um, and I had to get out of town. So I moved to London at 18. Um, and I just met, I literally just met someone and they said, oh, we're doing a short film. Do you want to help out? I was like, okay. So I went and helped out, um, became fascinated by it all and thought, wow, this is really interesting. It's so creative. It's different. Um, I don't know anything about it. 
And then someone said to me, oh, there's a news channel that's recruiting uh, for trainees to go and join the camera crews as a trainee. I was like, yeah, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and that was it. And I, I managed to talk and talk and talk until they said to me, hey, look, shut up. Look, just start tomorrow, okay? <laughs> You're on. So I... Uh, my, my thing was like, yes, yeah, so I trained, um, I was a trainee, like a, an apprentice for a, just a local news channel for two years. And I ate baked beans and toast for those two years because I really uh -huh. wasn't learning anything. Um, and then as soon as I, I finished the training, uh, one of the camera operators said, um, the UN are hiring. So I was like, what? Right. Wow. So I ended up working for the United Nations for four years as a cameraman. And that's kind of how it started. That's that's how you know, right? <laughs> all these <laughs> opportunities just come along. You're like, well, I'm on this right path. I mean, look at all the treasures that are that I'm yeah. finding here. You just got to ask. You know, if you don't ask, you don't know. Um, and I'm a I'm a I'm a great example of someone that didn't get the opportunity to go through film school, but it didn't stop me from learning. I just had to do it differently. Right. Well, there are a lot of people, especially, you know. I, I don't want to say the old days, you know what I'm saying? But most people in this Hang industry... Hang on, my just fell out, sorry. No, but uh, a lot of people in this industry did not go to film school. You know, myself, I, <laughs> I was going to be a paralegal. <laughs> right, you right. Know? Um, and I, I got a job, you know, one of the counselors said, you're, you're so artistic, you know, and I was like, I'm doing fine. I want to make money and, you know, get a career yeah. and all this. And they yeah. said, yeah, but you know what? I know somebody who does video production and I thought I was going to be wrapping DVDs and cellophane or something. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I went there and I wasn't sure what to expect. And the shoe fit, literally. I got nice. excited. I, I, I couldn't make up my mind on what I wanted to do because every aspect of it was fascinating to me. Mm. And uh, I went back and I said, I want to change my major. <laughs> because I didn't realize before that, you know, when I was working, somebody said, well, yeah, you can take this in school, you know. And I was like, there's classes for this? Yeah. You know? So, I mean, a lot of people, you know, and that's kind of what makes it really the people that are in it for the most part are very passionate about it. This isn't the kind of work for just anybody. Um, yeah. It takes yeah. a lot of energy, a lot of hard work, and it takes passion. Um, yeah. And you, if you don't have that, it's just, I mean, you're wasting your time with it. But it's, it's okay to experiment, of course, you know. Mm. You know, mm. I, and you do have to do it for because you because it's in, you, you feel it's in your blood or that you love it so much that you just need to do it. I mean, it, don't get into it if you think you're going to make a fortune. It's just not oh the right. <laughs> it's not the right approach. You know, it really isn't. I mean, you may be one of those lucky ones that gets there, but you need to do it because you love it and you feel that you've got something to say. Yeah, and most people that I've ever met in this um, in this industry. It's been about if I can just make a living somehow doing this, you mm. know, I don't need a Jaguar. I'll take, mm -hmm. I'll take a Ford pickup little used truck. I don't care. You know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I'll eat beans and toast. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, as long as you love what you do, I, I think I think a lot of people in this world are a little bit mistaken about, you know, that the life of being rich and what that can do for you. Once you're in it, you never get enough anyways. Uh, and that's because you're thirsty for something more and you mistake that for being money and it's not. So you're never going to be fulfilled. That's just yeah. my <laughs> my little philosophy going off there. Yeah, um, cool. So tell us a little more about your your projects that you're working. So you're teaching and then uh, you you sort of stumbled into this and you said documentaries are one of my favorite. Well, they're probably my favorite genre. Right. Um, right. And maybe you can share with our listeners how, um, you know, the difference and how cool it is to do a documentary with a phone. Because I think it's ideal for for that medium. Yeah, it is. And um, it's most definitely, yeah. And I think it's it's the easiest to approach, really, more than it would be if someone's thinking about shooting a, a drama, you know, or or a thriller using a phone. I think technically there there is a lot more to it, and there's a lot to think through how it's going to be done because it will either look okay or it'll just look really awful. Um, whereas with documentary, you're kind of in the moment, you're capturing the moment and it's acceptable, you know, on a phone format and you can still make it look really good. Um, it's it, in, in the UK, um, it's still a early days as far as documentary making is concerned with, with mobiles. But interestingly, there are things are slightly changing that, um, I don't know if you have the same term in, in America, but it's called a mojo, um, which means mobile journalist. Oh, yes, yes. Right. So in in the UK, that's becoming a lot more recognised. And the BBC um, here in the UK are now training their staff in using mobile phones to capture stories. Yes. Um, and so and the, a lot of the journal, leading journalists on television here are starting to go down that avenue as well. Um, which is great because it's kind of spreading the word around that this is now becoming an acceptable format. Um, but for me, uh, corporate documentaries is kind of where I'm staying at the moment because it pays my bills. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it gives me time to keep researching and exploring. Um, I'd be, a, even with my experience, I'd be a bit nervous to approach a, a sort of independent documentary if there wasn't going to be no budget for it. I'm just not in a position to do that. And I think at the moment, if I approach the networks, they'd still be a bit nervous. What do you mean? What, you're going to shoot the whole thing on a phone? Yeah, uh, ooh, uh, you, 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 they wouldn't quite they wouldn't quite know what to do at that point. But then, like, in saying that, it could it could always depend on the you know always depends on the subject matter. There might be a specific subject matter that they say, "Do you know what? There's no other way of capturing this apart from using a mobile." So yeah, let's look at this. But generally, um, I think uh, the best way to shoot documentaries if you're going to use your phone is is try and shoot what I call corporate documentaries and gain some experience, uh, push the boundaries of the technology using your phone in, in that environment um, before exploring any kind of independent documentary or a documentary that you want to go on television. 
I don't know if that makes sense. I hope it's making no, sense. No, it, it totally does, of course. I mean, and there's different angles um, that you can approach something. You know, like, for example, you know, the 9-11 is an example because that got me thinking a lot about this. Um, mm. Because, like I said, one of my things is storytelling. And it was the first time, I believe, in the history of, I don't know, the planet maybe, <laughs> that we had a story told through the eyes of the witnesses because there were so many people that happened to be in New York uh, with camcorders, you know, yeah. Home, yeah. home video cameras. There happened to be some journalists as well that happened to be there around there, you know, doing a story or, mm. or whatever, uh, documentaries and promo videos and things like that. But there were also, you know, it was um, it, it was an area that that has a lot of tourism. Yeah, you know, and so there happened to be a lot of people with camcorders, and I, there are countless documentaries about nine eleven, and a lot of them are sort of comprised through the footage that they've acquired from camcorders. Mm, mm. You know. Um, today I would say you would get that from phones, you know, footage yes. and, and photos that are shot with the mobile phone. Cause that's what we all carry with us. I mean, yeah. I, I just couldn't imagine if we would have had, you know, that, you know, actually in 2000 was the first, uh, phone that had a, um, a camera in Japan. And nice. I can't remember the the name of no. um I can't remember, but uh the very first phone with a camera was in two thousand. I think it was like in November or December of two thousand. And wow. um yeah, and so you know, you just could you imagine uh if back then I mean for God's sake, no, please don't make an event like that happen again to prove that. But uh, mm. to have the cameras on the phones with everybody, how yeah. much more there, there, there would have been available, you know, and not just in photos, but literally video mm. and live videos, live mm. video streaming on Facebook and things like that. Because back then people were just, you know, you, you'd go to a blog you know, you yeah. go somewhere and write a blog and, you know, upload a little, you know, um, photos, basically. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's changed quickly. Yeah. You know, with those little digital cameras, I just bumped into one of my little digital cameras the other day. Um, uh, the ones that everybody, that went out of style, they're still around, I think. Mm. Uh I don't know why <laughs> they're still around, but uh, they're, they're still it, there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it makes me think. I mean, I, I, I guess, in, in uh, you know, I am of an age, but I've been also really fortunate to, when I was originally trained, I was actually trained with 35mm and 16mm camera systems. Um, and so I've seen the dawn of the age of the digital revolution and I've seen all the different formats and, and it's been, and it's been exciting to see all those changes. But I think 
because they seemed like a natural progression. The camera is going becoming digital. Then it was high definition and it sort of goes through and through. But if someone had said to me at the beginning of my career in the early 90s, uh, if they'd said to me, yeah, listen, in 20 years time, you'll be filming on a phone. I'd say you need locking up. You're mad. <laughs> That's insane. You know, <laughs> that, that could, could, it could not be conceived. It just was not an imaginable. It just, I couldn't even imagine it. A phone, a phone that films, what? It, that, I mean, that, and that's just 20 years ago. I mean, to me, 20 years ago feels like it was only yesterday. But yeah. <laughs> to others, that might be, wow, well, that is a long time, 20 years. But it isn't in, in the great scheme of things. And it's just, it's just hilarious. I've got photographs of me in the early days with these huge, huge camera systems. <laughs> yeah. And now I just stand on a street corner with a phone. I mean, I don't know if I look a bit dodgy, but, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and for uh, people that are smaller or lighter or, I mean, it, it took the football guy or something to run one of those things, you know, like the big beta cams. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For a television, you know, yeah. station or something. I mean, those guys, they have to wear those back protectors, you know, like the movers in the band do, you know, yeah. and things like that. Just well, to I hold the camera. I had shoulder pads and it wasn't a fashion thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're still on that video that you made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but for, it, people, but for people starting out with, with with the phones nowadays, what I think is really exciting, and and one thing I've just thought of, sorry, um, but I was just thinking, yeah. you know, um, if they want to get experience, if they want to uh, explore the technology with with phones and what you can do with filmmaking, um, go and talk to local charities because a lot of charities don't have the budgets. They need content. They need video. They need social media. They need awareness. Um, and I'm assuming it's probably the same in America, but in, in the UK, we have a lot of charities that literally have no money. Um, but what they need is content. And if you're starting out, there are fantastic ways to, you know, what a great thing to do, you know, shoot a little one minute, two minute video for a local charity and, and, and get experience shooting some great stuff for them, build a relationship. You've then got material that you put online and can show everywhere and say, hey, look what I just did. And that's how it builds up. Yeah, and a lot of charities right now have blogs. Yeah. You know, yeah. so and video is a great supplement to, you know, to the blogs. I mean, mm. you know, I like to, I like to, um, I, I like to write more than I can. <laughs> than I have the time for. Um, sure. But uh, one of the things that I've always enjoyed about writing is I, I've always told people it's like it's great when you're blogging, but isn't it great when uh, you can also add a video to that just just as an ad addition to the blog, not to tell the entire, you know, uh, story you just wrote about, but just to supplement it. Um, mm. because not everybody will sit through and, and read, uh, an entire article anyways. So that way you get the audience from both sides. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. Um, I'd like to, I, you know, forgot to ask you, um, oh. <laughs> I do play a game in, in the, in the show, I guess. Um, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you're the contestant in the game. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, um, I should have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> to, to put you on the spot for this, I mean, you could always say no, but no one says no. <laughs> but it's a it's a it's a quick game. It's just twenty seconds. I call it the shout out game. Okay. Uh, shout out time. Hey, it's shout out time, kids. <laughs> 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 and um, basically. You know, because, you know, I keep doing this where I forget to ask my guests because I get, you know, so excited about the the conversation and the discussion. Sure. Um, but there's uh, there's something that you, you know, in, in maybe in 20 seconds, maybe you can give a list of um, basic gear that people should invest in um, oh, okay. for for mobile filmmaking. You're right. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. All right. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get set. And I'm timing this literally. <laughs> and go. Okay. Uh, a tripod, a fluid head video tripod. I uh, get a 40 centimeter slider. It's essential. Get a three axis gimbal. Don't, you know, there is cost but you can get them fairly cheap and they're pretty decent and you can get amazing tracking shots with it. Handheld rig so that you can steady your shots. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. Damn, beaten by the clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, this time I didn't go off forever because sometimes my whatever, I, I just it won't sure. go off. Um, yeah, now, okay, so, um, you know, we do have our, our Patreon uh, question of the day, uh, right. which is going to be really interesting. It's uh, how to pitch your client for a video using a smartphone. So I know that's going to be really interesting. So maybe some of these uh, listeners would like to go to patreon.com slash SBP podcast and, and listen to that. But in the meantime, I want to make sure I don't want to be rude. Um, <laughs> is there anything else that you can think of that you'd like to mention along with, of course, uh, because we do add your links and your website and, and all that to right. our um, notes, but not everybody's going to go there. So maybe sure. you'd like to mouth off some things, some links, but is there anything else before that that you can think of that you might want to share? Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking, um, if you're, you know, if you if you're out there and you you want to pitch to get a small project, you know, paid for, um, and it's a, a corporate client, whatever it is, I my tip is don't tell them that you're going to shoot it on a smartphone. What you need to do is get them on side and and show them that you know about the production values and what you can create for them and give them some content that they can talk through. And then bring it into the equation saying, do you know what? We can actually shoot this using smartphone technology. And when you've done it that way around, they kind of will be on your side and then you can move forward. If you go, if you go in there and pitch for a project and you tell them, okay, hey, we want to do this and we're going to do it on a smartphone. They're going to look at you and go, pardon, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to lose them really quick. Get them on site first and then suggest the technologies that you can use. I would also say, you know, it's like mom and dad giving everybody advice here. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. But I would also add to that that it may be a really good idea 
if you build a little bit of a, uh, you know, actors and, you know, filmmakers do this where it's a show reel. Mm. Uh, so maybe you can create a little promo video for someone for free. Um, and, and I'm sure that if you literally walk in, you know, you could be a shoe store. It doesn't matter. Uh, you can find a way just about anywhere. But if you are willing to, you know, do that for free for somebody and then say, I'll do it for free, but I, I, you got to allow me to show this to other people to prove what I can do. Um, you can show that to your potential client and let them and wow them with that. Mm. And then you tell them what the price is, what your cost is or whatever, how much you'll charge. And once they're in, you just, they'll, they'll probably go, why isn't it $20,000? <laughs> you know, which is what, you know, other people offer. And then you say, oh, well, believe it or not, I shot that with an iPhone or whatever it is, phone, Nokia, whatever it is that you use, Nokia, mm. LG, Samsung, whatever. And, um, and then you'll probably, I think the odds are a little better if you show them uh, more than tell them. Kind of like, yeah. kind of like dealing with kids. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna love this broccoli. <laughs> um, That's a top top tip. Most definitely, you're absolutely right. And I think you know, but also with the mobiles, just get out there and just film. Just get out right? on the streets and start filming clips. Slap a bit of music on it, get your name on it, get it up there, and people will stop and look at it. Yeah, and you can create your own music. There are a billion, <laughs> well, not, yeah. maybe not that many, but there are lots of apps that will help you compose little quick uh, music um, as well. Right, right. As a matter of fact, most likely the music that you'll hear introducing our guest <laughs> will be something I created in GarageBand. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that way I don't have to go fish around somewhere and um for it. What kind of music do you like? Oh, big question. I it back in the day I was a big fan of funk music. Nice. Yeah. Uh the meters and stuff from New York back in the day. I were, I was big fans of the the funk style that came out. Um I, I kind of like anything nowadays. I'm I, I'm not too much of a fan of pop what we call pop music oh yeah um no sync. <laughs> yeah, no. and i have a 12 year old daughter and so i kind of switch off <laughs> <laughs> oh she likes all that right well it just kind of it's just playing in the background and it so i kind of <laughs> yeah i find another space <laughs> yeah like when you go into the dentist office right <laughs> yeah yeah you know, it's by the way. I I just have to say, when you were talking about the dentist in the in your in your workshop in your class, mm. I laughed because I have to tell you because people are gonna go, why was she laughing so hard on that one? Um, I had a workshop where I had a dentist also. Right. <laughs> Apparently, dentists really are interested in this. Uh, his thing was he wanted to film uh some videos of surgeries <laughs> oh my goodness yeah right. and i wow. thought okay you know uh, he was that's, into that's that gonna, 
That's going to get people, clients coming in, isn't it? Watching that. <laughs> right. Here, look this, what I'm going to do with you. Watch yeah. it on my phone. <laughs> yeah. See this needle? <laughs> oh. oh. I, and interestingly, again, my, the, the dentist who was at my workshop yesterday, I said, why? Because he runs his own private business. And, yeah. you know, he's, and he said, oh, you know, even if I don't promote or advertise, I, I you know, I could, I could go on for another 10 years. And I said, oh, well, that's, that's fantastic. That's great. Why, so why are you here? And he said, oh, I, yeah, I just think it's fun to get testimonials. Wow. And I was like, well, before or after the surgery? <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to be after, but hey, <laughs> who's to know, right? <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. That's funny. Wow. Had a lot of fun. I hope our listeners had as much fun as I did uh, in in our in our podcast. Uh, but I don't, um, <laughs> you know, actually here it's midnight right now and I don't even feel it. I, I felt it earlier, uh, but I'm not feeling right. it anymore. Um, I just love this conversation. Uh, well, we're going to continue. We're going on to Patreon. But before we go again, why don't you give our listeners your website and how to follow you and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. So Instagram and Twitter, I'm just called Go Film It, just all one word. Um, and uh, again, the website is gofilmit.com. Can I ask you, how, yeah. where, how did that, it's such a simple, obvious name, but how did you come up with that? It was actually working with young people that I came up with it because it was about attitude and it was about uh, having a positive attitude saying, and my attitude is, well, just go film it. Just go do it. Get it done. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I just, I I don't know if anybody else has asked you, but it just dawned on me. It's like, well, I wonder where he got that name because it's so simple. Sometimes simplicity just comes and it's the right thing. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Keep it short sweet and catchy <laughs> yeah <laughs> wonderful all right cool. everybody well thank you for listening and uh, and come y'all come back now <laughs>